We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. You this is Sports Open Live. On America's Sports Voice. Kansas City. KMOX. We continue on here on this Tuesday night. It is Sports Open Line. Tomorrow we are going to have a short program for uh, St. Louis University basketball. We get out of here a little early. Normally on Wednesday nights we have our uh, countdown to opening day Cardinal show. That will run across the Cardinal Radio Network tomorrow, but not here on KMOX. Instead, that will run uh, coming up on Thursday when we have the full two hours available. Right now, let's go to the Quiver River guest line. We're very happy to uh, welcome in our guy. He is Daniel Esteve. You see him on Fox 2. You see him on Channel 11. And you hear him right now. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. I got to spend a little bit of time with family before the holidays and uh, just taking a little bit of a break before uh, before we really ramp up the uh, holiday season and, and more and more St. Louis sports. Are you on vacation right now? So right now I am on my last day down in Texas uh, visiting some family, and, uh, and then I head back tomorrow morning to uh, – to produce uh, Fox 2 Sports with Martin Kilcoin. Look at that. You're working. You're doing a radio hit on a vacation day. We love it. Are you uh, Are you going to be at Bragging Rights on Thursday night? That's the plan, yes. I've had it marked on the calendar for quite a while. It was actually one of the first events I covered um, when I started in St. Louis. So Lutheran St. Charles State Championship was the first game I covered, and then kind of that first big moment down at Enterprise was the Bragging Rights game. I'm hoping for a better game this year around. And uh, and I'm expecting one too. You're a Mizzou guy, is it? Uh, like I always think, I I, I want to see the Cardinals win, but I've never had like a challenge of not cheering in the press box. Like for whatever reason, whenever I've covered professional sports, uh, there is there's no worry about how I'm feeling and and how I'm acting during that game. But like when it comes to my college, that's a little bit different. Like that's where I went. That's something that I was a part of. Do you find it challenging to be covering a Mizzou event and not really be kind of, you know, not doing anything to uh, show where your allegiances lie? I don't think so. I think I'm kind of enamored by the uh, the spectacle as a whole. I think the experience, whatever it may be. So I was at the Mizzou football's home opener. I was at Mizzou, Kentucky. I was at the uh, border war just last week or the week before when it was Mizzou, Kansas. And that one, of course, kind of stole the show. You almost get lost in the fact that, oh, I should capture this. I should get this, you know, because you're kind of putting together a story as the game goes by. You kind of lose that, that sense of, uh, of pride in your own school. But at the end of the day, you know, if the Tigers are doing well, I'm going to be in a better mood. So maybe that'll help out the reporting just a little bit. And honestly, from a story perspective, it's always nice to have kind of whatever it is going on, whatever the event is, cater to the story that you'd like to tell. And if that changes, then all right, you change your story and you obviously have to have to adjust. But, you know, a Mizzou upset over Kansas would have been a great story to tell. That gets you kind of amped up. You're almost rooting for that story to go through. But you obviously have to at the end of the day and be ready to uh, to adapt as it comes. This Mizzou basketball team, though, I mean, they haven't played a great schedule, but 
they're ten and one, and that that Kansas setback notwithstanding, they're coming off a good win against Central Florida. They're in the middle of a really tough stretch where four of their five games are Kansas, Illinois, Kentucky, and, and Arkansas. Uh, but it just man, it feels it's a tiny sample size, but it really feels like uh, Gates has got this program in the right direction. Absolutely, and I think for so many people that wanted to kind of blow it all up after the Kansas loss, one, Kansas is going to beat a lot of teams this year, and they're going to beat a lot of teams bad. They're a great team, regardless of if I went to Mizzou or not. Kansas is stacked, and they're going to continue to show that. And they were amped up for that game at Mizzou Arena, no doubt about it. But you look back at, one, the expectations you had for Coach Dennis Gates and the Missouri Tigers heading into this season, they were not high. I think you're thrilled if you're getting 10 wins let alone 10-1 and to start your season. And then you look at some of those wins. Yeah, it hasn't been the most difficult schedule in the world, but Wichita State was a great win. Dennis Gates talked about it after the loss against Kansas. Then you talk about UCF. uh, It wasn't pretty, but the way they won it was awesome. That's going to build a lot of momentum. And they were leading for a lot of that game. So there are so many positives to look at with this team while still understanding that the expectations weren't going to be sky high for year one. As long as you're seeing development, you get excited about the future. And I think right now you're excited about the future of your Missouri Tiger basketball team. All right. So city today, they announced their schedule for the upcoming year. It's what do you say? Schedules announced. So it starts to feel real. You don't really know how to evaluate anything, but we know when they're going to be playing that. It just seems like it's another mile marker more than anything else as all these things have been accomplished as this, as this team has come into existence, starting with the city two season, playing that uh, exhibition, opening up the, the stadium for the first time, getting some players on the roster. That next thing is that first announcement of their first schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, let's not let the MLS Super Drafts go unnoticed. I mean, that's tomorrow. A lot of people looking forward to that. You got the first overall pick. I believe coverage starts at four o'clock. That's going to be a huge day for St. Louis City SC as well, being able to bring in that first cornerstone as far as a college talent. And then you've got that first game. The development continues. And I like the way you talk about a mile marker or a milestone because that's been the whole product of this. You're talking about bringing in Lutz Spanish Steel back in 2020 to get kind of the ball rolling on this huge project and how they've hit everything so well. You've got to admire the work that the club's been doing. And finally, I think the word you're looking for is relief that you see that schedule coming up. Cause yeah, it does make it feel real. And for me, a broadcaster finally being able to give you a specific date rather than, Oh, we think it's going to be at the end of February or early spring or whatever it may be. We finally have the set date. You can book it in your calendars and uh, and now you can start to worry because you've got yourself a pretty tough matchup to kick off your campaign against Austin. They're, yeah, they're going to open up February 25th down in Texas against uh, Austin, and then they're going to open things up for real with their home opener on March 4th when they take on uh, Charlotte FC. The, yeah, there's still a ton of work going on. on this. I, I drive by that stadium on basically an everyday basis. There's construction. There, there's stuff going on. So we got a sneak peek when they played that game against uh, Bayer Leverkusen of what things are going to look like. But for people who are even there that night, there's going to be even more when this thing opens up on March 4th. Oh, absolutely. And the work only continues to go on until that first date, until March 4th when they play charlotte fc and that's great i mean that's what you want to see but you've already seen the foundation of what it could be and what it already is and that's awesome because that was an incredible night that wednesday night playing by a leverkusen 
was unbelievable and unbelievably cold. I will <laughs> add, I'm not going to lie. I was freezing on the sideline, but it was, a, it was going back to the question and talking about Mizzou athletics. And I mean, it was an absolute event and one to look around and even take your eyes off the pitch to, to just embrace it all. It was awesome. I think they did a great job then. And it only gives me, we talk about expectations, the expectation that that first game is going to be even better come March. So, I was in the broadcast booth that night, and we had our windows wide open, but we also had a heater in the room. So in our room, I'm guessing it was at least 20 degrees warmer than, say, the open-air press box where the rest of the media were sitting. That being said, I would step out of our booth and go into the hallway behind it because I was getting so cold, and I have never felt like more pathetic compared to other people because the other people that were there were literally out in the cold and I couldn't even handle being in a room that had a heater in it. We got to get you in the trenches, Matt. Come on. I had the, I had the gloves and I would take them off because I had a film and I almost missed a beautiful cross from Callum Hudson, Adoy that almost ended in a goal and even better is Kyle Hebert who headed it out. It would have been an awesome highlight. I'm thinking, yeah, I got the shot. No, I didn't feel my finger when I hit the record button. I was so cold that I thought I hit it, but I just couldn't feel my fingers enough to realize that I did not hit the button and I was not recording when I was filming that event. It was so sad. What do you take more pride in, like getting that storytelling shot or like nailing a sportscast or nailing a story? Oh, gosh, I I love shooting my and I love our photographers at Fox 2. They're super talented. We've got some great personalities and I love working with them more so because it offers more ideas, more input and and kind of lets you diversify your portfolio whenever you're doing a shot. However, I do love the challenge of kind of going full on one man band, getting my work, understanding what story angle I want to take and getting the shots I need for it. And when you put that together the way it originally goes in your mind, it's it's rare because oftentimes things change. But when you get it right, start to finish, and that shot's the one that makes it, it's uh, it's few things like it. I love me a good sports cast, but there's nothing like getting that one shot because oftentimes there's only one opportunity to get that shot, whereas a sports cast, I'm fortunate enough, and Fox 2, Channel 11, Martin Kilcoin, they all trust me enough to keep doing it. <laughs> so uh, you get you get more chances at least in that realm. Daniel Esteve continuing to join us. Just a couple more minutes with him. The super draft, I, I think a lot of people hear that term and don't understand it and don't know because the, there was an expansion draft, now there's a super mm-hmm. draft. Like there's, It's soccer. It's different. There's all these terms that nobody knows what they mean. So what's going on tomorrow? So I feel like the super draft is going to be the easiest one for people to digest. You obviously have talent all across the country. They're thrown into a pool, and you're going to get to pick whoever you want in the draft order that you get. Right now, obviously, St. Louis City SC being the expansion team, They've got the number one overall pick tomorrow, so they're going to be the first ones to pick whoever it is they want off the board out of the colleges all across the country. A couple names that come to mind, um, but you've got mock drafts all over the place. Daniel Munia, St. Louis kid, plays at Indiana, was in the College Cup, played really well. They're having him go late, kind of number eight through 15 are kind of the mock drafts I've seen. I don't think he fits the mold, but it'd be really cool just because he's from St. Louis. A couple other names, winger from Duke to keep an eye on. Um, but it's going to be very traditional. The only thing that may trip people up is the Adidas generation players. I don't think that's something the general public needs to worry too much about. That's just something you may hear thrown around quite a bit. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's something that, that people would at least be a little more familiar with. Come tomorrow, 4 p.m., St. Louis City SC will get to pick one of the top players in the country coming out of college, and hopefully they pick somebody that's going to be a foundation of the team for a long time. All right, you're in Texas right now. What's the temperature there? So right now it is – I'm actually going to play outdoor basketball right now. It is 59 degrees, and that's chilly from where I'm from. We are, we're pretty cold out here right now. Are you aware that it's going to be an estimated negative 2 million degrees when you uh, return to St. Louis? I am. I am. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, but I am bringing back a couple more sweaters that I left at home way back in the day. All right. Fair enough. He's Daniel Esteve. You see him <laughs> on Fox 2. You see him on Channel 11. You follow him on Twitter at Daniel J. Esteve. And he joins us on his vacation day as he is going to go play basketball outdoors <laughs> in Texas. Daniel, always love our conversations. We'll talk again soon. Hey, you're the man, Matt. I appreciate the time. All right, very good. There's Daniel Esteve joining us here on Sports Open Line, and we appreciate him taking a few moments with us. So there's something I wanted to talk about today, about the future of sports on TV. We might be able to get to that. We may push that till tomorrow. We also want to hear from Craig Berube as the Blues are in action tonight. So we got a couple more things we got to get to before we call it a day. One more break. We'll come back, have more. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.